Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. dubbing it Done Day. It's Done Day. On the PHNX Coyotes podcast today, which kind of sounds like you're saying Done Day in Spanish, but Done Day, whatever. Um, thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Craig and Sean, and this time Petey is the one at home. How's everybody doing? It's going to be a long day. It's going to be oh, a buddy, you have no really idea. long day. I mean, yeah, I'm here till yeah. like midnight for ASU football. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and we have the uh, three-hour PD show tonight. So. <laughs> can I can I say something about that tonight too? By the way, because you know how prepared I am. So, not for this show, but for when I have to do something. Right. It's it's so today I decided not only did I need to show behind the scenes of the bubble in the 2020 playoffs, I thought I needed to show some hockey too because we and I had ignore the hockey part so today it's all about finding hockey stuff so it's gonna be really long so it might bleed into tomorrow (laughs) i'm gonna have to leave to go produce the asu football post game show which is gonna start at like 11 i'm gonna have to leave pd's puck talk so i'll be watching that game though I'm, I'm yeah, pumped up for ASU it's exciting i i'm wearing my josh doan shirt today in honor of us talking about shane doan and because it's the only ASU adjacent shirt that I own as well. Um, as I did go to U of A, but I am fond. I've grown <laughs> fond of ASU, which feels weird to say. But um, <laughs> it's funny that it hasn't happened for me with U of A. You know, nope. It's fine. I don't even. Same, same. Oh, look at Petey rocking his PHNX hat. Yeah, I, didn't get the hat I, I, I did. Literally didn't know how bad my hair was, and I just looked <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> That's oh. that's why I wore my locomotive hat today. In oh, fact, boy. and also because the KHL preseason has started. So, okay, there, there you, you have it. There you have it. You- um, well, the reason we're talking about Shane Doan today is because as PHNX ranks week continues on, um, PHNX Sports is ranking the top twenty-five Arizona athletes of all time. This was done by polling members of the media all over the state. Uh, I don't want to say old and young, just in the business longer or maybe newer a good mix um so you know this wasn't an internal ranking nope um but numerical value was assigned and that's how the ranking came to be and we talked about keith kachuk on monday because he was number 25 on the list of 25 Mm -hmm. and we have another coyote to talk about today and you guessed it it's Shane Doan, who today comes in at number nine on the top 25 arizona athletes of all time list 
Kurt Warner's number 10, Shane Doan's number nine, Pat Tillman at eight, Devin Booker at seven, and Phil Mickelson at six. How do you guys feel about Shane Doan coming number nine? Well, um, Petey, go ahead. I, Devin Booker's too high at this point, but go ahead, Petey. First of all, unlike ASU's football season, where they are not allowed to play in a bowl game, clearly they're allowed to play in our top 25 because ASU's freaking every, uh, yeah, everywhere. We, in we, let's thing. just go ahead and so, say that. There are way too many yeah. ASU people in our top 25, and yeah, that might have something to do with some of the members of our panel who overvalued certain sports that really didn't make that much of an impact, like ASU baseball. Having said this, we've, we've had a second... Uh, finally get our second coyote in the top 25 finally. and you can't you can't have a top 10 of arizona sports people without chain down i i'll go as far as to say if they made a mount rushmore of of coyote or coyote excuse me arizona athletes he'd be on it and if you could only pick four athletes he'd be on it so is nine a little low i i i, I think he's more iconic than that for what he's done for this franchise the valley and so forth and we'll dig into that a little bit later but I, i'm just happy to see him make the top 25 because i think an asu punter from 1984 was next <laughs> on the list oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah aside from the asu bias that was pretty uh, obvious in this uh, list of 25 and i haven't stopped hearing from mike luke about this by the way because there are some u of a guys that there are, there's some U of A athletes that probably belonged on this list as well. I think they only got two. And Which, U of A writers did participate. U of a, and more U of A writers had the opportunity to participate, including said Mike Luke, <laughs> who did not actually vote, which drives me crazy. Like people complain about the outcomes of votes, but they didn't participate themselves. If you don't participate, shut up. You got to participate. Anyway, back to Shane Doan. Petey, I think you'd agree with me on this. Shane Doan is not the best player to ever play for the Coyotes franchise, although he's the career leader, as he'll say, because I played forever in games and goals and assists, all that stuff. He's got a lot of franchise records that he may hold for a while or maybe not with some of the guys coming up. But Shane Doan's impact goes way beyond what he did on the ice. And that's I think we're going we're gonna to get into some of that now. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, I think it's it's interesting you say that, Craig, because we had Keith Kachuk earlier. And a matter of fact, he kicked off the top 25 at number 25. Uh, I don't think there is any question or debate amongst hockey people. The best player to ever play for the Arizona Coyotes is Keith Kachuk. And, yep. and I don't want to to minimize what he did in the community. But, but Shane Doan, because he was here for so much longer and what he did and who he was, I think that's what elevated him to this this spot at number nine. I had an old editor, uh, Dave Lumiere at Fox Sports Arizona, who used to call him Saint Shane. And I think if that were ever fitting, it would be for, fitting for a guy like Shane Doan because of all the things that he did. He was he was he basically walked on water when he was here. He was kissing babies. He was doing everything out in the community to push the game. He was, you know, communing with the NHL commissioner to end lockouts and keep the Coyotes in the valley. There are there are a whole lot of things that Shane Doan did that we can talk about on this show. Yeah. I, I want us to get into that our arguments on why we think Doan should be higher maybe a little bit later in the show. But mm -hmm. for now, let's just talk about why Shane Doan is. And I don't think this will come as a shock. So I might be spoiling a little that Shane Doan is the highest ranked coyote on this list because yeah. frankly, there's nobody who should be ranked higher than Shane Doan as it comes to Arizona coyotes at this point in our history. But let's, you know, for a positive moment, talk about 
you know, Shane Doan's impact on Arizona, on the Coyotes, on the valley landscape of sports here. Um, and Craig, you published a story this morning at gophnx.com. Great anecdotes, anecdotes in that story. Uh, anecdotes. I can't speak. Um, go ahead and read that. Gophnx.com. Really, really great story. But why don't you uh, help paint the picture of Shane Doan's reach beyond just his on-ice achievements, which we saw on that graphic at the start of the show. Yeah, and I'd, I guess we go all the way back to the beginning. When 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 the Coyotes arrived here, obviously it was the uh, Keith Kachuk and Jeremy Roenick show. Those were the two guys front and center that they brought Roenick in the year that they moved here. Unfortunately, said goodbye to Tamu Salani. Ouch. But those two guys were front and center selling this franchise. Everybody else was there. All the players would show up to all the events. Petey, you probably remember you, you joined the, uh, you hopped on the bus in year two of the franchise's existence in the Valley. So Shane was still trying to find his way those early years at America West arena, he even got sent down to the AHL. You remember how he was struggling to establish himself, but when they moved West to Glendale in December of 2003, Keith Kachuk and Jeremy Roenick were gone at that point, and they were, I'm not sure what they were doing, if they were rebuilding or they were retooling or whatever it was. Wayne Gretzky was aboard as an owner and then eventually as a coach. That's when Shane Doan was named the captain of the franchise, and he had a major task ahead of him. Because first of all, and as Richard Burke has said many, many times, they moved way away from their entire fan base out into Glendale. They weren't winning at that time. They were going into uh, a, a dark period that lasted several seasons. And it was Shane's job to lead this group and to sell this game and, and make people care about the Coyotes in the Valley. What do you remember about those early years of his captaincy? Well, it's funny because that's when, well, what I consider now the new wave of Coyotes, because you did, it was Kachuk rolling a talk at Tempo Newman and, and then it was a reset when they moved to Glendale. And, and and Shane, you're right. When he was when he was early years here, he was the the rookie carrying guys' bags, and he was the quiet guy in the room, and he was the guy getting sent down. And that's back when this franchise put a premium on on experience instead of on youth. And and I I I think when you see him. It, it, that's when he put the whole team on his back is 2003, 2004, when it's like, okay, we're in a new arena. We're going to be here for a long time. I'm the guy. There's nobody else. Look around the room. It's me. I led the team in goals, assists, points. Those four years from 2003 to 2007 were his best hockey years. You know, we're talking about 30 goal seasons. And that's when he really started to go, oh my goodness, I, I, I don't have anybody else here to help me. I better do this by myself. And he leads by example. So yeah, he, he he did it on the ice and everybody just kind of followed along with Donor. And it wasn't just his ice play. It was everything he did to prepare and, and how physically fit he was and how he, he handled his, you know, the work-life balance with his family. Everything he did really started to cement who Shane Doan became in that 2003-04 season. You get a feel for, guys, when you, when you cover, when you work in this industry for a while, you get a feel for... The BS meter, I guess I would say, whether people are saying what they're supposed to say, whether they're speaking in cliches or whether you're really getting the truth. And I remember writing the article for like 17 media outlets ago when I was writing for the East Valley Tribune when Doan was named captain. And I sat down with him for a really long interview in, in the dressing room at Gila River Arena. And I remember coming away from that thinking... This is one of the most authentic, genuine human beings I have ever met in professional sports. And, and literally, the, the headline of the story was the genuine article. That was, and that was colon something, something else after that about him taking over the franchise in this critical period where they're trying to transition out west. And that's, you know, all the years dealing with him. And I know you found the same. 
that was just supported by everything that he did, everything they said. He always had time for everyone, and it wasn't just, okay, I'm, I'm going to talk to you because I really need to do this or it's the right thing to do. When you had, when you were locked in a conversation with Shane Doan, he was fully engaged with you. He knew things that you didn't expect him to know. And it was often you that had to break off the conversation, not Shane Doan. You know, one thing interesting about Shane too, is is, is you talked about his hockey knowledge and his ability to play hockey. Shane was well read. Mm -hmm. He, he, he wanted to be knowledgeable about different things and he'd ask questions and he'd read books and you talk about debates in that locker room oh boy howdy that weren't hockey related they'd get they'd get nasty because he was he was pretty confident his opinion was was usually right and as you know i i feel the same way about mine one of my favorite um quotes from this the article that craig put out today from Doan, and i think it you know, says a lot about what you two are saying and what some people in the chat are saying as well. Um, he said, I don't think you can earn respect. The only thing you can do is give it. People ask me what respect is. And I say, it's valuing people. If you value people and give them your time and attention, you might be respected. Mm-hmm. And as Diana just said in the chat, he always makes you feel like you're the most important person in the room yep. whenever you talk to him. I've told you guys that anecdote when I, in, my best man has a son who played hockey, it was back in Boston, brought him into the locker room, tip, let us in. And he locked into this kid and he's like, oh, do you know this guy? And like, we're talking about like Massachusetts youth hockey. He's like, oh, do you know this guy? And after a while, uh, my buddy Rob and I are looking at each other like, we got to go here. But we just couldn't break him off. It's crazy. Yeah, another bus he was late for, for sure, after that game. (laughs) Exactly. But I think another thing we have to talk about with Doan, you know, we talked about how good of a person he is and also what he achieved on the ice because that, you know, shouldn't be understated too. But he remained loyal to this franchise Mm. when this franchise, frankly, like was going through times that you wouldn't blame a guy to walk away from, to leave from. Um, Just, I mean, to to have that loyalty. And that's why people in the chat are saying when you think of, as PD mentioned, the Mount... Rushmore of Arizona sports. If you're going to have your hockey representative, it's Shane Doan. And I feel like his loyalty to Arizona and to the Coyotes is part of the reason why he is the highest ranked Coyote on this list. Do you remember when he was coming up on free agency and there was a lot of talk? Okay, should he go somewhere else? Because it looks like another rebuild is coming. And does he really want to stay loyal? And listen, the the execs at the time will tell you, well, he he got paid pretty well for for what he was going to do here. But if you want to win, you know, do you, do you need to go somewhere else? He never stopped believing that this franchise could turn it around, that he could lead this franchise to to wins. And, and it, it amazed me with all that had gone on here already with the franchise. Obviously, more was to come, but it amazed me that he remained loyal. That's just who he was. Yeah, and I think, too, Craig, he always did believe, and he always believed that there was going to be that opportunity. And when you look at those tippet when Tippett took over in the Tippett era, it was a playoff team again, and it was a playoff team three consecutive seasons. And I, and I think that you could see that his eyes brightened in the playoffs that go, oh, my goodness, um, we might actually be okay here. And, hey, he could have left so many times, so many. Uh, you go to the trade deadline, and is Shane going to leave? Is Shane not going to leave? Can he leave? Like, there were many times at the trade deadline that teams asked, inquired, thought about Shane Doan, and even said to Shane, hey, you can go. 
and, and then come back. And his, he just, it, it was something special about being here in Arizona. And it wasn't just the hockey. It wasn't just the winning. This is where he felt like he belonged. He's in Toronto now, but his house is here. His family's here. His horses yeah. are here. I mean, this is still where he considers home. And I think that that's the way he approached everything he did as Arizona's home. And I don't think he ever thought about leaving. Everybody thinks about that three-year run. They think about the culmination in 2012 with the Western Commerce final berth against the Kings. But I want to talk about 2009-10. I remember writing a story for The Athletic asking if that was, in fact, the best Coyotes team in franchise history. They set the record for points, and it was just a bunch of underdogs. Nobody had gaudy stats on that team, but they, they had a chemistry like few teams you have ever seen. I want to talk about that Red Wings series and what might have been had Shane not gone crashing over the top of the goalie and suffered a major shoulder separation that knocked him out of the the rest of that series. Petey, talking to Tip, talking to everybody that was around the team then, that might have been his the, the pinnacle of Shane Doan. He might have been playing his very best hockey in that series. When you talk about what he did physically, he was never the fastest player. He, he was strong, but he was never the strongest player. He was never the quickest player. He just, he was good at everything, but he tried so damn hard. And in that series in 9-10 against a powerhouse Detroit mm-hmm. Red Wings, this is Dadzuk, Zetterberg, Lidstrom, um, Detroit Red Wings. This is like, they are a phenomenal hockey team. And for the first couple of games, the Coyotes are skating with them. And you're going, well, what's going on here? Like you, you go into Detroit and win in Detroit. And you're going, oh my gosh, do we have a chance? And then in game three, Shane Doan, and it, it, he, I see the play over and over and over again in my in my head where he goes at the goalie, trying to, to keep the play alive in the offensive zone. All he has to do is just stop skating. Just stop. It's a nothing play. But he goes 100% all out goes over the goalie, trips over the goalie, and goes into the boards. And that was it. His, his best playoff series, and it was only three games. He had two points in three games. You're saying, how is that his best? Well, go back and watch how he physically dominated those games. Like, he, he was a man possessed. And when you see that video of him with his mouth open, screaming with his hands, that's the 9-10 season where he's like, I'm going after these guys. I'm going to do this. And, and then all of a sudden, it was just over. And you kept hoping he'd come back. The series goes seven games. And you're yeah. hoping at some point he would come back. And it was just, he tried, he tried, he tried, and he just couldn't will himself to to, to get back out there. It was a grade three separation. And that's the thing. Like, a, there's two sides to every story, but I, I need the middle ground from here, here because Shane, in, in every interview I've done with him after, was like, I could have come back. I, Tip wouldn't let me play. I wanted to come back. And Tip's like, he's out on the ice playing basically with one arm. I could see it. Yeah. He's trying to convince me that he can play with one arm, but there was no way we were putting him back on the ice. What was your view? See, when you talk about a game seven, too, and, and this is we saw with Jeremy Roanoke, who tried to do it against St. Louis, where he came back with the broken jaw. You, you really want you desperately want that player on the ice. You so badly want the Shane Doan on the ice, but he wasn't the Shane Doan. And and unfortunately, by the time you get to game seven, these games are tough. They're hard and you can't be without a player. So if he goes out and plays two shifts and goes, I can't go. Now you're down to 11 forwards. Now what? And you've got to play two and a half periods with 11 forwards. And I think that was Dave Tippett's fear is, is you're, what if he can't go? And it was the big debate. What, what if? And we can't be down. This team wasn't strong enough to overcome and play with 11 forwards. You're talking about a, a Matthew Lombardi, um, Hansel, Upshaw, Fiddler. This was not – this wasn't Datsuk and Zetterberg. If yeah. you're not going to get – And wasn't Scotty even going, out of that series? Wasn't oh, he Upshaw injured? He, I think he – 
Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Sorry. he didn't play in the series at all. Yeah, Upshaw yeah. didn't play in the series at all. Uh, so, yeah, you needed him to be at his best, and, and he couldn't be in that. Is there hindsight for that? I don't know. Detroit came out and blew the Coyotes out of the rink in the first period. The game was over. The, finally, they showed up in that series. We hadn't seen their best until that game. And I don't know if Shane Doan makes a difference. I think he does if he's there for game four, five, six, seven. But yeah. in that game with one arm, I mean, he would have willed himself to be as be the best he possibly could. But I do understand the coach's decision. He just can't put half a man out there. I feel like there's so many more anecdotes I that I want us to get into. And, I, yes. and we will get into them. I'll be because, quiet. No, no, no. They're so good. Um, but before we do that, I want to tell everybody about a new sponsor that we have that I'm super excited about. And I know a lot of people in our office are really excited about because the NFL is one week from today. The NFL season starts. I can't believe it. It's almost back. And PHNX, we're going to have a weekly Pick X, an NFL survivor contest for everyone to participate for real money. It's called Splash Sports. And here's how you enter. You're going to head to splashsports.com slash PHNX. The link is in our description right now. Deposit cash to get started. It's just $5 to enter. And then you can play the NFL Pick X contest. The first prize wins you 315 bucks. So for your $5 entry, that's quite the haul. Um, we also have the PHNX Survivor Contest. It's a $450 winner-take-all prize. Um, so we'll also be running weekly contests all year. Keep the link in our description handy and if you want to run your own contest you can do that as well at splash sports so again head to splashsports.com slash phnx to join in we'll have different contests coming out and we're stoked to compete with and against you all be sure to click our link in the description can't wait love a good love a good contest love anything that's gonna make watching the nfl a little bit more exciting since i don't think the cardinals are gonna be cheering for them in any way to win this year so uh um but to watch the cardinals you might choose to buy some ogs and take them before watching the first <laughs> cardinals game and Sounds make like sure that today because today is the very last day to redeem the code phnx um to get a discount on ogs that's right because phnx listeners it just became sweeter to become a PHNX listener. Um, thanks to our buds at OGs. Today is the last day. So you have to do this today. If you haven't already, you can get 25% off 100 milligram bags of the fruits and the creams OGs at all Arizona, the flower shop locations. All you have to do is go to the flowershopusa.com, place an online order and use discount code PHNX at checkout. Then head to your nearest, the flower shop location to pick up. This deal is exclusive to our PHNX listeners and reminder, it's only available for online orders that are picked up in person. Discount code PHNX is active until August 31st. That's today. So today's the last day. Go get to hashtag flavoring life. Don't procrastinate this because after today, the code is gone. Um, okay, couple more anecdotes, Craig. I'm going to throw it to you. Where do you want to start here? Do you want to, do you want to start on how Shane Doan helped end the lockout? Yeah, that one <laughs> caught my eye. Let's do that one. This, this one blows me away. Uh, and listen, it's, it's verified by Gary Bettman and Bill Daly, so it's not BS. There was a 2013 meeting. You guys remember, after the Coyotes come off their Western Conference final berth, what happens in the next season? Classic. It's so classic, Coyotes. <laughs> how to stall momentum. There's a lockout. They don't have a collective bargaining agreement in place, so... We didn't start playing games until the new year. There were no games for that second half of 2012. But there's a meeting early in 2013, January 2013. 
New York Post reported it was like a handful of people. Shane said there were like five or six people in the room, including Gary Bettman and Shane Doan, by the way, who is there representing the players, clearly also representing the Coyotes because the NHL still own the Coyotes at this point. It, crazy, all the, all the uh, things that go together, all the threads here. But Gary talked so much about how his relationship with Shane really helped foster that agreement. When they when they knew each other, they trusted each other, they were able to come to an understanding and iron out some of the key issues that eventually made their way into the new collective bargaining agreement. It's just unbelievable when you think about his central role in ending a lockout. How many players can say that they've had that kind of role in a negotiation between the league and, and the Players Association? It's incredible. And that was a, you go back and the, Craig, the one point you made there is, is how that just killed the coyote momentum. And that was the most unfortunate thing of that whole deal. And, and I think what, what that relationship started with, with Gary Bettman and that carried well into the rest of his career where, where Shane would, they would communicate over ownership. They would say, they would talk about the franchise and the, and the city and being in Arizona. And I think that relationship built all the way to the point where as soon as Shane Doan was retired, it's like, I need him to be a part of my staff. And I, Gary Bettman, it wasn't just a, a token job. He was very active and Gary Bettman relied heavily on him for the years that Shane Doan was in the NHL that he would be, if he was invited to a dinner Shane sat next to Gary like he was very pivotal in Gary's decision making and helped giving him advice so that started way back when you go back to their relationship in the lockout and, and to to forward this into Shane's role in helping keep the Coyotes here it's it's somewhat esoteric right it's hard to put your finger on what exactly what? Shane don't did to what come on Petey what just, just trying, to, trying to move you along here a little bit buddy oh come, on. come on intended we won't for use that. Stay with me. Or likely to be understood by only a small number of people with a specialized knowledge or interest. Oh, gosh. So you could say that the use of the word esoteric is esoteric. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You could. You could. You could. That Syracuse education. Anyway, back back to the idea of Shane helping keep the, the coyotes here in Arizona. The relationship was key to that. Again, I'm, I, listen, Gary Bedman was committed to keeping the Coyotes in Arizona anyway. We know that. We've seen that on multiple occasions. But Shane, as he said, and as Bill Daly said, he was their conduit to the dressing room, to the organization. He was the one calming fears. He was the one relaying information directly from the league back to the rest of the organization. And they had a trust between them that this this was still being worked on. They wanted to keep the team here in spite of all the rumors that they're going to Winnipeg, they're going to Quebec, they're going to, God, I can't, can't stop. There's like 10, 10 rumored locations at this point. Um, they were committed to keeping the team here. I have to wonder too, Gary Bettman's been loyal. We talk about loyalty. Gary Bettman's been loyal to this market. I wonder if his relationship with Shane played into that desire to keep this franchise here as well. Yeah, and it might have. And that's what I think. I think Gary Bettman's roots here, and that's why when we saw Shane don't leave to go to Toronto, I think we were all shocked and dismayed and go, oh my gosh, is that going to make a difference in this team leaving? I don't think we're there now. There were points along this path and this journey that that may have been the case, that Shane don't had that much of an influence on the league and and what their decisions were about what the future of this franchise would be. So yes, I, I look at Wayne Gretzky is the one that kept it here uh, when, when Elman was last minute moving to Portland. I yeah. think Gretzky he saved it at that point, and I think Shane Doan saved it many times. Mm. Yeah. 
one other thing about Shane Doan, and this goes back to who he is, is this man, unlike Petey, never, ever, <laughs> ever Petey swears. Potty Mouth. <laughs> never never do what? Swears. Did the I swear F today word. yet? I don't think so. The F word is different in Shane Doan's vocabulary than it is in yours. He, yeah, he has one. Yeah, he does. The F word. And, and yeah, Craig, do you tell the story? Because it's your story, but I, I, I do have Oh, it's fine. You were around it. I mean, there's, there's, there's not a lot to tell other than the fact that he, he even when in his angriest moments, he would say fudge <laughs> instead of, what do you say, Petey? <laughs> I say something else, but I will say this. People think people think you're kidding. Yeah. In, in the heat of an NHL game, in a yeah. battle, in a playoff thing, he could be getting hit and he would say the word fudge. And it is just it is the funniest thing when you see a 240 pound man up against the glass going, oh, fudge. It's just a, it, Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson real. told the story of Don gets back to the bench and he's really angry about something. He slams his stick and says you know he's screaming fudge he's hit as johnny said he's dropping fudge bombs and the stick <laughs> breaks and it hits johnny and it, he, johnny said it hurt it let, and he, he said johnny i just launched into a different type of f-bomb I, I was like in this tirade screaming at shane f-bombs and he's like oh you can hear shane too oh sorry sorry johnny <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that is gosh. too funny because it's the truth yeah it's so good well i mean it's funny because we just spent the last 30 minutes talking about Shane Doan's on and off ice accomplishments, yet he's only number nine on this list. And there's obviously some, you know, comments in our chat that I actually agree with. I think we all agree that Shane Doan should be higher on this list without giving away who does come in the top five. Mm. I think Shane Doan should have been in the top five at the very least. If he was five, I could have swallowed it because you know, there's some D-backs. I think Diana Taurasi is, belongs in the top five. We talk about the Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Um, if, there, if you can add a fifth head, like she would be, I, don't, I think, well, you might argue that she's one of the four anyway. Mm. Um, but yeah, for me, Shane Doan is top five hands down. And it's kind of disappointing that he's nine. Can we pull up the list one more time of who's ahead of him that we know so far um, that he is behind? I mean, it's Pat Tillman. That one is, is hard <laughs> to argue. One. Devin Booker. I mean, Devin Booker, I think, deserves to be on this list. Do we know enough about Devin Booker? Mm -mm, impact on the valley to me that's just recency bias right there that's and then what's phil and there. then phil mickelson i mean phil mickelson is a you know successful golfer but that success most i mean it came in the pga yeah. I, I don't know what to do with live. that because golfers don't have a chance to you know compete for an arizona team so it's it's almost unfair in a way because they're not comparable he was ridiculous at asu winning three titles while he was here but john um, rom went to asu and yeah. he's not on this list at all john rom's not on the list at all so i don't know i just think yeah it's just hard for me to know that i i feel that shane Doan at least should be honestly i think he should be ahead of devin booker at the very least because yeah. i do believe devin booker belongs to be in on this list and possibly even high on this list but yeah it's just for what he's done and we just you know stated our case in the last 30 minutes of our discussion about him i think Doan deserves to be higher and it's i'm disappointed to see him not in the top five um we've talked about maybe the surplus of asu athletes on this list yeah let's just say college wasn't involved on this list oh yeah um how many more coyotes do you think would have made the list and maybe not even with that 
just how many coyotes do you think deserve to be on the list and who are they? I mean, the the only other one that I, w- I think I would make a strong argument for, at least at this point, we'll see what happens down the road, uh, is Jeremy Roenick. Because he, I mean, he was, like I said, right at the top, he was he was front and center marketing this team. Um, listen, Keith Kachuk was there. He was at all the events. I know someone said the other day that he just didn't do any community appearances. It's not that's not true at all. Keith was at a ton of com- community appearances, but JR, he was he was PR. That's what we called him. He was the pitch man for this franchise. And honestly, that's why he was brought in. They wanted a an American face who could sell the game in this market. And JR never said no. And JR never disappointed. You want to talk about Shane Doan engaging with everybody he met. I know JR has a little bit of a different reputation than Shane Doan these days, um, but JR was the same guy. He talked to everyone. He was incredible with the fan base here in Arizona. And he's another guy you talk about as a player, Craig. Like when you put the best Coyote players that ever played on the ice. Now, Mary, maybe Jeremy, Jeremy Ronak's best hockey wasn't played here in the Valley. His best hockey was played in Chicago. Yeah. But but he was still a dynamic, outstanding hockey player at the time that he was here in Arizona. He still had much to give on the ice. So when you look at the players that, that deserve to be here, I think he is a player that deserves here to be there. There are two other players that I think are honorable mention for me. I don't know if they can be in the top 25 because that, that is rarefied air for me. I, I go back to Sean Burke and what Sean Burke did when he was here. He, he was in the conversation for the Hart Trophy. When, mm-hmm. when he rejuvenated his career as a Coyote. And he was, again, getting this team back into the playoffs in the early 2000s. And you go, okay, he had some of the best goaltending this franchise has ever seen. And then, it, it, this is just an asterisk, and it, it has to be mentioned, is the best individual performance over a stretch of games came from two goalies. It was Brian Boucher, who set an NHL record for five consecutive shutouts, which just I don't think that'll ever be broken again, which is an incredible feat. It's an individual feat that only happened over five games. So it's not over. He's not a top 25 athlete in Arizona, but it's of note here. And the other one is Mike Smith and what he did against the Chicago Blackhawks in 2012. If not for Mike Smith, we've never had the legacy of what happened in 2012. But those are the other coyotes that I thought needed to be at least mentioned, not necessarily a part of the top 25. And we will we will see about Clayton Keller. Yeah, Charles said 10 years from now, probably Keller. But I mean, honestly, Devin Booker and Clayton Keller are like the same age. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. I know Devin Booker, it's different. They went I, to the finals. I do I mean, think I do so. think Devin Booker belongs on this list 100%. But I do think that if you took out all of the college athletes from this list, there's a very good chance. There's a definite chance to me that Jeremy Roenick gets on. Yeah. And there's a bubble chance that Clayton Keller gets on, in my opinion, if there were no college athletes, because I've been shocked at the number of college athletes that have taken up this list. We may be talking about Clayton Keller down the road, but you got to, and that's, that's why you need to see what, what, what longevity looks like. Right. Um, We would have assumed several years ago that Oliver Ekman Larson would be on this list. True. And look what happened there. Very wow, true. what a crazy turn to that story. So we'll see. Hopefully Logan Cooley is Logan also Cooley on, this on this list in maybe a few years as well. We might have to revisit this topic in <laughs> in a few years. It's, yeah. It's very interesting. Um, but you can read the entire article at gophnx.com. Um, it's updated as of today. The 25 greatest athletes in Arizona sports history. The top five will be unveiled tomorrow. And you can also check out um, the, at phnx underscore sports on Twitter and Instagram to see today's five. Um, but it, I think it's been it's been a really good conversation starter for sure. Um, and a really interesting experiment to see how different people from different parts of the valley and different eras 
think and rank athletes. And, yeah, I'm guessing Tucson's not very happy right now. Always open for debate. Well, at least Tucson has illegal Pete's because, <laughs> I mean, Tempe gets illegal Pete's. Tucson has illegal Pete's. Actually, Tucson had it before Tempe, and I was thrilled because I discovered Illegal Pete's when I went to U of A. I was thrilled when I moved back to Phoenix that Illegal Pete's opened in Tempe because, man, oh, man, where else can I get that queso and the margs and the bowls and the burritos and the tacos? They're just phenomenal. Um, I highly recommend if you're a margarita person, you like a little sweeter, the prickly pear margarita is a personal favorite of mine. Um, so swing by, swing by Illegal Pete's. ASU football, it kicks off tonight. Yeah, talk about a perfect pairing, right? Yeah, if you're looking for a pregame meal, pre, a little pregame at the bar, um, they have four peaks on tap as well. Stop by Illegal Pete's. It's your go-to spot this summer. And you can stop by for happy hour, which is 3 to 8 p.m. every day. Perfect window for a pregame, by the way. Um, at all 12 locations, Illegal Pete's, the go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer for 28 years. And We need more, by the way, Illegal Pete's. When are they expanding to Gilbert and... The North Valley. I don't know. We should get on that because they have a ton that. of locations in Colorado, so we need them to I would expand. Be all over that if they move to Gilbert. Yes, this is our. Please, please expand in Arizona. Um, yeah, and if you're going to the football game tonight, it will. It'll probably be dark, but you know there might be some day games this year. There's nothing worse than when, like, especially at a baseball game, when the sun is moving. And you're like, don't come near me, don't. And then it does. It's like you have to put your sunglasses on. There's just no choice. This is a sunny state. We all know this. Everyone who lives here knows. Um, and you should all have a pair of Shady Rays because not only are they stylish, they're affordable. And that's what makes Shady Rays so great. Peruse their website, ShadyRays.com. You can swing by Kirlin to go to their brick and mortar location. Um, and Shady Rays, obviously, they stand by their product. So you can check out Shady Rays. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people nicholas said get illegal peach to move into the new and improved version of pv mall so i can walk to it nicholas we live very close to each other <laughs> um i would love that because i could also walk to that seriously yeah that would be a perfect location um okay well pd yes. you're uh you we have a big night before the asc football game which kicks off at seven six o'clock what's going on we, you know what? We, we've done these diehard town halls. This will be the second. The first was kind of a test of technology, and Leah and, and Espo came up with a huge solution. We are going to have another PD's town hall for just diehard members tonight. And I tell you what, I, I think it's interesting. I hope other people do too. So we're going to have a, a diehard only PD's puck talk tonight at 6 p.m. You have to be a, a diehard to listen. And I tell you what, this is live. And there's not like this is like the old days. If you miss the show, you miss the show. There's no DVR or VHS machine tape in this. So you got to be there or you're going to miss out on all of the little anecdotes and stories from behind the curtain of the 2020 playoff bubble. And Petey, to to get people to come, we have a little sneak preview. Give us a tease. Of what you might see. <laughs> what do we got here? So just a tease. What, what, what do we got? Oh, that's, that is officially what the bubble looks like. The bubble is just a fence with some plastic on it. That's the bubble. And so you'll get a look inside the bubble. That's the bubble. But we're going to take an actual tour of the bubble tonight. But that's the bubble. What else we got? Oh, that's our hotel inside the bubble. And you, you're going to take you back to the days of COVID. And you kind of forget 
how things were. This was at the very, 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 very beginning. And people just didn't know how to react yet. So we weren't used to people wearing masks yet. So there's, there's a lot of that tidbit that starts off. We have a little section called pre-bubble. And it's just a real brief education to get us back in the mood for 2020. Mm. A lot well, of selfies. A lot Craig, of selfies. Craig, that, yeah, that, not in the show tonight, though. So don't be. There's not a lot of stuff. These are the selfies now. The They're not in the show tonight. Selfies. Yeah. This, this this area out in front of of the arena, Rogers Place. I tell you what, this is a real interesting thing they did here, and they, I'll show you tonight what they did out here. It was really cool. There's one more, isn't there? There's two more. Oh, there's two more. This is everybody inside. Oh, this restaurant. We're a lot of stories about this restaurant <laughs> coming tonight, and some really good pictures that I'm not in 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 that restaurant. Wait, who's in? Who, yeah, can I was you, gonna say ID you, everybody. Yeah, can you identify everyone in this in this yeah, picture? Yeah, yeah. John, John, starting left to right, that's John McClain, Jer, Jay Veriday, Phil Halsley, me, Rick Tockett, and the travel master himself. I don't know where Petey went, but that's we Griff. Lose, we just we lost we lost yeah, Petey. Dave yeah, yeah. Um, oh, you back, I, Petey? I forgot to. Yeah, I forgot to do this. Do not disturb. See, Did someone call you? You never talk yeah, to people I'm, on the phone. That's shocking. No, I don't. And <laughs> okay. Dave Griffiths. Dave Griffiths had to organize everything in the bubble, and that was an amazing job. But we're going to talk about that restaurant in the bubble too, because there's a lot of. This is like no other restaurant you've ever been in, and it's amazing some of the things that took place inside that restaurant. All right, last photo. Oh, there's um, Taylor Hall in uh, in at the practice rink with his mask on, and that was uh, that was something that was difficult for some players to grasp, and some coaches it was difficult to grasp is having to wear a mask <laughs> at practice. Particular. Once they got on the ice, they didn't have to, but but we'll talk a lot more about not just it's there's just a sprinkle of hockey. There's a lot more of of what went on behind the scenes, and it's it's just some stories about people and players and things that happened in the 2020 bubble that where the team was was in Edmonton for 27 days. And there was no media. Craig wasn't even there, so this is nope. really our our we we have we have converted PD to the the dark side of being media, and now he will retroactively yeah. report. On I'm really what excited went on. about it. It's yep. going to be fun. I'm really excited only, about it. Only postseason series in the past decade plus, and I, I couldn't go. <laughs> That's also <laughs> classic somehow. It's so classic. Yeah. Um, I did post the instructions to join in the Discord, and it's pinned in Discord. Um, so if you're wondering how to get in, that's where it is. We did figure out the technology <laughs> for this time, so don't <laughs> you worry about that. Um, it's all set to go, and I think it's going to be a blast. So hope to see everybody there. Um, we welcomed a lot of new diehards over the last two days with our diehard sale um, but that that's over which is totally fine because there's still so many benefits to becoming a diehard including things like this access to the discord for just the everyday conversation 20 um, percent off merchandise 20 percent off events and access to premium content on the website your mailbag is dropping tomorrow morning tomorrow morning and that is for diehards only um, so make sure to check that out and, of course, our shirt sale is still going on in the locker. phnxlocker.com, all of our shirts and hats are just $24 through tomorrow as the countdown to kickoff carries on. If you're a D-backs fan, a Suns fan, Cardinals, all the, these seasons are either the D-backs are about to make a playoff push and all the other teams are on the yeah, verge. Yeah, they're out of L.A. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and all the other teams are on the verge of kicking off their season. So it's a perfect time to grab yourself and any of the other sports fans in your life a shirt from phnxlocker.com for just 24 bucks. The Josh Doan shirt that I'm wearing um, today is also on sale. So check that out at phnxlocker.com. 
maybe uh maybe you won some money recently on BetMGM that you can, you know, give back to yourself on phnxlocker.com. College football, it's back tonight. ASU football. If you want to bet on it, you can do so on BetMGM. I'm I don't know what the spread is. Um can you 32 and a half. 32 and a half. Are you taking the spread? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's your second pick of the week. Um ASU is 32 and a half point favorites against Southern Utah tonight. So this should be an interesting game. You can bet that if you want or just the money line or anything else on BetMGM. And we have an awesome first bet offer for you. If you haven't signed up yet, use the bonus code PHNX. You can deposit $10 and place your first BetMGM sportsbook wager and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if it loses. And now it's time to listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. At the start of the show, I dubbed today Done Day, but it actually is a day. It's Circle K Day today. That's a real thing. It's a real thing. Yep. And here's why it's Circle K Day. 50% off hot foods and dispensed beverages from 6 a.m. to 4 p.m. Um, hello. And you can save up to 30 cents per gallon from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. <laughs> Holy sheesh. Um, take advantage of Circle K Day today. Oh my gosh. And today is the last day to text PHNX to 31310 um, to get a buy one, get one 50% off offer on Polar Pops. So if you haven't redeemed that yet, you can do that today. And on top of all of that, we invite you to join the inner circle. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Max took advantage. He got his buy one, get one 50% off. There you go. Yeah. Polar Pops. There it is. <laughs> Great cups, by the way. Um, join the Inner Circle. It's Circle K's new free membership program. You can save 25 cents per gallon on your first five Phillips. Get every six free on a selection of Circle K products, pizza, coffee, ice cold, fountain drinks, and more. You can join the Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. Anybody else before we head out and before until 6 p.m. for right. PD's Puck Talk? I just hope I'm done by then because I don't know. Every time you read an ad, I start working some more and trying to get this thing done. This, this is going to be long. I don't understand so how you're long. still working on it because he was working on it during every show this week. So, But it was done then. But my problem was it was done. Now I'm just I'm, We talked about uh, the guest we just had on Brad Richardson that was just on the show. I'm literally, we're, I'm watching his game-winning, oh. series-winning goal against Nashville right now. Uh, chills. I'm telling you, chills. And we're going to get to review it again tonight. So, well, there the, you ulti- go. the ultimate Petey's Puck Talk. Again, we hope to see everybody tonight in our Discord at 6 p.m. Arizona time thursday in case you're listening to this um another day but really looking forward to that you can follow us all on social media in the meantime at leah merrill at craig s morgan at s peter talkie at sean underscore to pause follow the show at phnx underscore coyotes hit the like button on this video if you're watching on youtube if you're listening on audio like subscribe follow leave us a review and be sure to subscribe to the phnx sports youtube channel and hit the notification bell so you never miss when we go live we're live again tomorrow at 11 a.m and every day for the next two weeks at 11 a.m except for next Wednesday, and we will tell you why. Shortly, we'll be live at noon.
next Wednesday, but mostly 11 a.m. every other day. So join us here. Um, enjoy the rest of your Thursday, everyone. We'll see you all tonight. And if not, we will see you all tomorrow.